Welcome to the Passion and Purpose Podcast. I'm Dr. Adam Sheck, and I'd like to thank you all for being here. During these podcasts, I share my thoughts and approaches for creating more passion and purpose in our lives, personally and professionally, and I also interview experts and thought leaders in the community about how they cultivate passion and purpose. If this is your first time listening to the Passion and Purpose podcast, let me tell you a little bit about myself. I'm a clinical psychologist licensed in the state of California. I've worked as a psychotherapist, a couples counselor, and a relationship coach since 1991. I work with my clients both in my office in Los Angeles as well as around the world through telephone and Skype, and my areas of expertise are supporting my individual clients in finding their passion and purpose in life and in helping committed couples reignite the passion in their relationships. You can find out more about me at my main website, thepassiondoctor.com, or if you're serious about transformation and would like to schedule a complimentary consultation, you may call me at 323-487-1140. 323-487-1140. Enough about me. I'm really excited today and about my guest and about today's topic, which is dancing with anger in intimate relationships. And any couple's topic is, is near and dear to my heart, helping couples to be happier, to be more passionate, to be more connected. I love that. So I'm excited to be introducing today's guest, Julie Ward. And Julie is a passionate, intimate relationship counselor and workshop facilitator. She is a certified CPCC, a certified professional coach with over 20 years of practice and she combines the deep influences and teachings of world-class spiritual and sexual intimacy teachers like Michaela uh, Bohem and David Data. And I love Data's work. It's very controversial and, and cutting edge, but love it. And uses modalities that include uh, transformational body-centered therapy, feminine presence embodiment, NLP, and landmark education. So welcome, Julie, and thank you so much for being here to discuss the dance of anger in couples. Oh, my pleasure, Adam. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this is, I'm really excited. I've been um, um, a fan of, of yours for quite some time. I love the work that you do, and I, and I love the message. There's a lot of alignment in how you speak um, about uh, uh, relationship with couples and that, and so I'm a real big fan of yours. So I'm... I'm honored um, to be your guest today and have this conversation with you. I'm really excited. Great. It's going to be a wonderful one. Uh, the time will go right on by. So so tell me, Julie, for you, what what's anger all about? Because, you know, we have fresh anger. We have the anger of now and old past wounds. What What's mm -hmm. going on? Mm -hmm. Well, first off, I think um, I think anger gets a bad rap a lot of times. <laughs> mm -hmm. To be true, to be honest, and you know, and whenever people um, you know think of anger or hear someone's angry, it, it has a very negative connotation. Yes. And yeah, and what I like to do is 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 to explore, um, like you said, the fresh anger versus old anger. So. And, and to understand that at a deep, deeper level. So first off, anger, you know, anger is the expression of something that's deeper than that, than the anger. It, it's, it's the end result. It's a, it's a byproduct of 
um, our basic uh, fight or flight responses. So what's yes. under anger, yeah, so what's under anger is some kind of a, a fear generally. Mm -hmm. If you end a feeling maybe of being out of control. So anger isn't necessarily a bad thing if used appropriately. Mm -hmm. um, and what I, what I mean by that, if you can imagine a, um, a mother and a child walking, uh, um, starting to walk across the street and the child's oblivious and the mother is paying attention and all of a sudden some, some car whips around the corner and speeds and is going to hit the child. So the mother may, in that moment, um, react from a place of anger. She may grab her kid and pull him back and yell, and, and then yell at the driver. And so there's this fear response, and it's like, hey, get back here, and pulling the child mm -hmm. in. So it's a protective mechanism, and it's a reaction. Action. So, and she could be angry. What she may feel is anger at this this driver that just about took out her child, right? Sure, that that makes so, total sense on that because again, anger, just like any feeling, feelings have value. Feelings are communications from our body, from our our psyche, our unconscious, warning us of something. Whether it's a danger, like you say, a psychological danger, it's what we do with that anger that that determines whether it's useful or beneficial, or whether it's destructive. Exactly, and exactly. And so anger, when you're, you're talking about what's under it, so there's a fear-based response generally. When it comes to coupled relationships, mm -hmm. um, if we're looking at the, um, and I'm going to use the terms masculine and feminine. Mm -hmm. So in this context, I'll, I'll equate the feminine to a woman and the masculine to a man. Um, however, um, people can self-identify with being more feminine or being more masculine, and it's not gender-specific. Right. Okay? I, I always look at the 80-20 rule on that, that typically 80% of men lead more with the masculine energy, and typically 80% of women lead with the feminine energy. Mm -hmm. But again, we're always changing roles, especially in, in relationships. Yeah, yeah, exactly, you know, and um, that's true. So with the feminine, the feminine essence of, 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 of women, let's say, mm -hmm. um, what's underneath what the, the ultimate, the, the, that place is, is of the feminine. She's always seeking to be connected. Mm -hmm. And anytime there's a disconnect from partner per se, um, it causes anxiety and a state of a, a lack of safety. So when a woman feels unconnected with her partner in any con any any way, mm -hmm. she, she's going to start feeling this anxiety, and the anxiety level will totally vary depending on her past her past life. So if she's a woman that's been uh, had a lot of trauma in her life, mm -hmm. her 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 ability to go into anxiety and not feeling safe is going to be heightened as yes. opposed to somebody that's had like a total pristine life, okay? Yes. The masculine side, what the masculine is, is like masculine guys, it's, it's all about um, uh, wanting to protect and to provide, mm -hmm. but it's also about this wanting this feeling of freedom, like just wanting to escape life at all. So when a man feels... Um, threatened by things that are going to try to control him, like a woman trying to connect with him and he doesn't want that connection at the time, it's going to compromise his value of freedom. 
So mm-hmm. in a lot of cases, what I found with with men, mm-hmm. when they're feeling um, incompetent in being a protector or provider, they're going to try to they're going to want to have more freedom in their life. So they're going to react from a place of anger generally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, it makes total sense. I mean, evolutionary psychology is. Is there? Uh, mm-hmm. I, we spoke about this on on my last podcast as well. It's really our our genetics have not caught up with the the radical changes in our society, and and on a no, primal no, level, no. we react in this way. Exactly, we're very you know we're we're not that as much as we've got language and technology and that physiology and essence wise, we're very primitive. We're 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 not that far removed from Neanderthal uh, beings. <laughs> yes, yes, it's the truth. I talk about yeah. the lizard brain all the time and that reactivity uh, exactly. in couples to, to really learn to be more responsive instead. So exactly. this this is wonderful. So what what's important? Uh, we we understand the dynamics. What's important for a man to understand when uh, with a woman, a woman with a man, uh, I mean, the same dynamics play out in, in non-heterosexual couples as well, but. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And I just want to really, before we step into what's important for men, I, I want to um, expand a wee little bit on the, um, mm-hmm. how couples typically react. So people, this is a generalization, Adam, mm-hmm. and, you know, people will see parts of themselves and some that don't fit. So if it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit. Sure. But generally, either or men or women in a conflict type situation, they will either, you know, defend and, and start becoming aggressive and, 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 and defending their position mm-hmm. in order to protect themselves. Right. They could also, um, what I find um, happens a lot is people will bottle it up. They'll suppress it thinking, well, I can't express my anger so they hold it in and over time that will they will either you know their cup will run it over and they'll blow up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which is the, the build-up of all that old anger which is toxic because it's not present anger it's not about what's going on right this second it's a culmination yes. of a bunch of old stuff yes um or if it doesn't if it stays repressed it actually um is a can cause in a lot of cases depression Mm-hmm. And, and and things of that nature. So suppressed anger and depre- well, depression is is really suppressed anger is what I've found mm-hmm. in a lot of cases. Um, the other thing is people have a tendency in those situations to withdraw, just totally disconnect, and and this is what causes a lot of couples to separate yes. because they can't sort their way through. Uh, conflict and in dealing with their anger, either new anger or old anger. So yes. now, yeah. So I want to step in. You mentioned that the you asked me a very important question just just now, and I was mm-hmm. wondering if you could restate that for me. Um, the the question that I was wondering here in in the relationship what what is important for for the man to understand, you know, in, in terms of anger, what and what can he do differently? Because you're saying he mm. he becomes aggressive, or he holds it in. You're you're giving the classic. A depression definition of anger turned inward there's mm-hmm. also the anger turn outward we can be enraged internally or outraged mm-hmm. externally so so okay. what else can he do okay so let's 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 take a look at you, you use the word rage that's an extreme okay so then yes. there's there's a it's a anger is on a continuum right yes so let's let's look at an extreme like something like rage mm-hmm. um with 
And a woman that rages, sometimes it's toxic for the woman, but let's just say she's mad about you smashed the car. Okay, mm -hmm. so it's, it's fresh, it's new. Mm -hmm. It's about this situation. He just totaled their family car. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she freaks out on him and starts raging. Um, what he can do differently, if she's literally in that state where she's like over the top, yelling, mm -hmm. screaming, freaking out on him, raging on him because he mm -hmm. just trashed the car, for instance. Mm -hmm. um, what she needs from him at that moment is for him to come back into his integrity and into his power. Mm -hmm. If he appears weak to her, mm -hmm. he starts to back down and or starts to deflect, saying, well, I did this, or he starts trying to, to dance and skate around the issue or meet her in her anger, mm -hmm. then it's just going to escalate and spiral upwards where it doesn't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. The absolute best thing a man can do when a woman is totally, you know, at her wit's end mm -hmm. is presence himself and stay grounded. It doesn't matter what she throws, like, I hate you, energy, whatever mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. is. For him to just be there and look at her, keeping, most men would want to close up and like, you know, protect. Because right. when a, a woman starts yelling, a lot of times it throws him into a place of, of shame or his own fear and issues with, you know, mother, son, old stuff, right? right? The old cycle, so, the shame spiral, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So the best thing he can do is learn to, to stay grounded and solid and firm, mm -hmm. keep his heart open, and the mm -hmm. front of his body physically relaxed and his mm -hmm. arms kind of out at his sides and say, yeah, honey, I know. You're right. Now just come mm -hmm. here. Let me just hold you. We'll get through this. So instead of backing down or trying to meet her by deflecting and defending, if he just stays totally open mm -hmm. and, and keeps present with her, not withdrawing. The minute a man withdraws from a woman's fury, mm -hmm. it sends her a signal that she's not safe with him, which is her underlying desire for right. safety. Right. No, that and makes actually, total sense. Mm -hmm. It causes more anxiety and more feeling of out of control that she's not safe because her man can't even be with her when she's in a, in a tizzy. Right. So, Julie, let me ask you this because... You know, I'm sure some of the, the men listening and women, too, will say, easier said than done. How, how can a man, do you have one technique or tool that a man can use to, you know, overcome his fight-or-flight response? Because the, the sympathetic nervous system is going to get triggered, and once he's flooded, it's, it's too late. That yeah. he can take a breath. Is there something he can do to shift his consciousness so that he can be a, a strong, grounded, planted, loving presence so well, that, that she can feel safe. Yeah, well, and you know what? As a couple, mm -hmm. we need to start practicing how we want to want our partners to treat us in different situations. So yes. one thing that I would recommend couples do is they play fight. Mm -hmm. Okay, so actually say, look, honey, I want you to, I want to practice standing in front of you, taking deep breaths into my belly and mm -hmm. breathing in your fury energy mm -hmm. and being with that. I want to know what that feels like when it's safe for, when we know it's not um, uh, right. um, alive and, 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 and uh, charged. Okay. So, want, so to actually practice how that feels 
so that he can build. It's, it's no different than any muscle, you know, going to the gym. You don't start off lifting 200 pounds. Right. You know, so it's about actually creating the environment and practicing as a couple. The other thing a man can do that, you know, is, is when a woman is like that, mm -hmm. is, is, is pattern breaking. Mm -hmm. is, is if this is her pattern where she escalates and she yells and she freaks out and stuff like that, he needs to do something that's totally interruptive of that behavior of hers. Yes. And what he can do is bring um, uh, playfulness. Again, it's about keeping his, his love, like knowing that he loves her even in her rage. Mm -hmm. Even though he doesn't love the behavior, he loves her. <laughs> and bringing some lightness in. I had one couple and his wife would freak out. Just She was European and the way her family was, they freaked out a lot and stuff like that. What he learned to do was when she would start doing that, he would actually get this kind of half smile on his face and he go and he would say things like, God, you are so sexy when you're mad. That mm -hmm. is so hot. Uh-huh. And it just she just would melt. She'd like, Oh, I can't stand you. Why do you do that? <laughs> yeah, no, that is great. That is a great suggestion. This is such wonderful content. I I was just working with a couple yesterday, same thing that they they know intellectually, we, when I work with them, we, we seal the exit. So there's no threat of leaving mm -hmm. while we're committed to doing the counseling. And because, mm -hmm. again, that's that emotional blackmail. And, and it's, you need to, to come up with a, a code word, something funny, some, some object that'll, that'll work with you. It's, uh, you know, I, I had one couple a long, long time ago that, that uh, had a cast iron bra because she would behave like Brunhilde from, you know... <laughs> You know, so they they'd get out the cast iron bra when when we get on that, and they both laugh and and take it. Yeah, back. exactly. So it's so important to break the pattern interrupts. I I agree. This is this is great. So yeah. so, so is there anything that a woman can can do to work on her anger to release it in a healthy, loving way, as opposed to vent it at at her partner as well? Yes, absolutely. Well, and when there's what my experience with from the clientele that I have, there's there's mm -hmm. a lot of women that have suppressed anger, mm -hmm. and and I'm probably true in the in the male realm too. But I'm, I'm talking about my my body of knowledge and my experience here. Yes. So, for women, I find that there's still a lot of what I'll call toxic old stuff that hasn't been um, uh, released through the body or released through the psyche. Now. Mm -hmm. Energy, anger is an emotion, and an emotion is energy in motion, emotion. Yes. So it also it has a place in our bodies, and it, you know, it sticks to our physical body and is, has a cellular memory as well. So for the feminine, the, the best way, and yes, there's times that you know, going into therapy and, 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 having, and talking about things to really gain some levels of awareness and consciousness so you're understanding is, is absolutely of value. Yet at the same time, the, the feminine can release old angers without any language being assorted to it. Mm -hmm. And that is through practices of movement. Mm -hmm. So whether it's um, playing music that evokes the anger energy and you spend it and you let it move through mm -hmm. you, let it mm -hmm. pass through so it doesn't get stuck in the body. So, you know, it's crazy. Some of the songs that I use with, with uh, women 
our um oh what's one oh, what's that song you know that song um oh bang bang on the wall what's oh god i can't remember the name of it now <laughs> uh, uh love shack ah yeah 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 love shack Mm-hmm. And, it, and, it, and it gets really fierce and everything like mm-hmm. that. And, mm-hmm. you know, moving to that and then freeing it up because it's also, it's fun. Mm-hmm. And yet there's this fierce anger energy in that song as well. Yes. And literally using it and letting your body release that way. So yeah. I think that for women that helps as well as other things um, in a controlled environment. If, if they can either with their partner or with a counselor or by themselves, even, you know, the, the, the typical punching pillow type exercises to physically move the anger through and release it mm-hmm. and say what needs to be said. No, I think these are, are wonderful tips. We are so on the same page. I think we've, we've studied with some of the same teachers as well. It's, mm-hmm. it's so important. In fact, I did a, a video recently about shake it loose because it's, it's, I saw that. I loved it. That yeah, isn't it great? It's it it's is. it was. It's uh, you, you, it's it, the the research shows and and this uh, dealing with trauma in in the wilderness, the animals when mm-hmm. when the wildebeest is chased by the lion, if if it doesn't get its throat ripped open, it stands up, it mm-hmm. and it's in fight or flight. It shakes it off. It just visibly mm-hmm. shakes its body like you're saying, shaking to dancing, shaking the kundalini yoga shaking it, it reminds me of uh, clarissa uh, pinkola estes uh, book uh, women who dance who run with the wolves or dance yes. with the wolves it's <laughs> it's the same thing it's it's getting together in community and and moving the energy physically out of our body because otherwise it it turns within and it hurts us physically and, and emotionally so yes, uh, getting getting it out is is a great thing um and getting it out with each other sometimes is trickier because we take it more personally. So I, I'm fully on board that I think more often than not with professional um, guidance makes yes, sense. Facilitation, just yeah. to, yes, absolutely. Absolutely, because otherwise our, we could create more problems by, by sharing <laughs> our anger in not necessarily the most appropriate ways. But this is, is such powerful information, I, I think, for people to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what else? So we, we know that women can release their anger in healthy ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, now your specialty uh, more in working with the men, uh, the women, but is, are there ways for women to help their partners diffuse their anger and, and deal with the same way a, a man standing strong to be a conduit for a woman's anger? Is there something a, a woman mm-hmm. can use for her man or for whoever her partner is to, to support that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, one way is to, how does it speak to the, speak to the stallion, not the ass. (laughs) (laughs) Great images. Great images, Julie. (laughs) You're welcome. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So one thing is, is to, to remember that your partner absolutely adores and loves you. And right at that moment where he's freaking out and angry He's experiencing his own version of some form of shame because mm-hmm. he wasn't able to provide or protect you in some way. Mm-hmm. So if women got that, that when they saw their man acting out his anger, he's being triggered by his own feelings of inadequacy. Mm-hmm. So to have some compassion for him. So And then when I said speak to the stallion mm-hmm. um, versus the ass, 
It's mm -hmm. like holding him in that light of being the best that he can be. So it gives, as a woman, mm -hmm. it gives you that uh, distance a little bit to, to open open your heart more to see the, the, this beautiful person that you love and adore and just know he's having a moment of weakness. So how to then help him in situations like this? Mm -hmm. It's always best if you if partners before they get into these situations they mm -hmm. have conversations to say when i behave like this this is how i need you to help me get out of it yes to be conscious mm -hmm. to rat on yourself right? right right i'm going to get mad sometimes and i would love when i do that this works for me mm -hmm. help me mm -hmm. this way if that's not there and, and you're just in a situation, what a woman can do uh -huh. is her man, if he's triggered like that, he's flooded, like you said, and he's very much in his head. He's mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. shut down, but he's above the shoulders. He's disconnected from everything, and he's just focused on this issue at that time. Right. The best thing a woman can do is her greatest gift is the connection. Mm -hmm. So to physically help him get regrounded, it sounds almost counterintuitive, mm -hmm. but if he's mad and he's freaking out, to offer him, like to, to literally put yourself against him physically in his arms mm -hmm. and melt into his body mm -hmm. and relax as much, and I mean, it, these aren't easy things to do when you've got somebody yelling at you, perhaps. Right, right. Freaking out. And yet, what what invariably transforms, because this is transformative, what invariably transforms in a situation like that is that it evokes in him his memory, his 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 primal memory of I am the pro provider and I am the protector, and my woman needs me right now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's. And I'm not saying, like, if it's an abusive situation and stuff, right. like that, no, don't go near there. Like, that's, I'm not talking about that. I'm right. talking about... Different conversation there. We're, we're not endorsing abuse. You don't deserve to be abused emotionally, physically, sexually. This is about a loving connection where someone gets out of control or, yeah. or loses it emotionally for a period of time. Yeah, yeah. And that's what we're talking about here. So I'm not, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I don't condone staying in abusive situations right. or anything like that. And yet at times, I think all couples, generally, we do abuse each other in small mm -hmm. amounts. And then we go, oh, my God, I can't believe I said that or did that, right. you know. And there's this great remorse. And that's why people come to counseling because it's like yes. you love these people. Yet you, we are all human and we have moments of being down on our knees and not at our best. Well, when we're at our most stressed, we tend to react from our childhood wounds and we tend to act them out, which feels mm -hmm. painful to us and to our partners. So, um, I, yes. I agree. We're, we're on, on the same page. We're, we're running out of time. I, I would love to invite you for a another discussion at a later date too, but just to, I'd love that. Uh, great. Well, we definitely will do it. Um, to, I'd just like to summarize quickly, as well as to mention that we're talking about men and women heterosexual relationships, and yet for homosexual lesbian relationships, other relationships, there's generally still one partner has a stronger masculine energy, one has a stronger feminine energy, and that may change from time to time in any relationship, but the dynamics are the same, and Julie's 
um, uh, solutions are are the same. I I'd say would would that be accurate? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Great, great. Absolutely. So so quick summary: underneath anger uh, is often fear, and mm-hmm. the feminine and the masculine react to fear differently. The feminine seek connection when in fear. The masculine perhaps seek more freedom to to deal with that and of course mm-hmm. those those two approaches are antithetical to each other so yeah, we have to absolutely. we have to find that that middle <laughs> ground there when when a woman is in that anger uh you're recommending a man stay in strong in his power not look weak really plant his staff you know metaphorically and mm-hmm. and be that lightning rod to let it move through mm-hmm. uh, women can use movement to um de-stress to de-escalate their anger in in whatever way dancing finding the right music yeah lighten her up (laughs) yeah lighten it up everyone likes that and and speak in when the man's angry speak to the stallion not the ass hold that that highest vision of of love and and appreciation in, in that place so, you know, thank you, Julie, for such valuable information and such timely information, too, for the Passion and Purpose podcast audience. I know you're busy in, in your own practice. Are there any programs or anything you're up to now that might be of interest to our listeners? Well, it's po- quite possibly, and I'm always creating. But right now, we uh, I am uh, co-facilitating a course on deepening sexual intimacy. This is a women's program Mm -hmm. and it's a four part women's series. It happens every week for one hour. It's interactive. Mm -hmm. Um, We actually started last evening and it's, I mean, it was amazing. The feedback has just been um, absolute stellar. Mm -hmm. So for, there are still more people joining and I'm seeing those registrations coming in. And so what I'd like to do is just, let people know that they're able to join into that call still and pick up where, um, you know, either one or two of the recordings uh, and listen into that and then Great. jump on the other live calls or take advantage of four hours of amazing, amazing recordings chock full of information. For the listeners here, the website is, uh, it's called deepeningsexualintimacy.com. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to say there's a promotional code, which is called DESIRE. And those four hours are, uh, with that code, are only $44. Oh, that's nothing. $10, that's 10 nothing. $11 a piece. That, well, no, well worth it. I imagine mean, $11 for an hour of... Uh, premium coaching. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fabulous. So, and I love the website name. So, people can contact you through that website if they're interested in that or any one-on-one yeah, coaching or my as well. Website julieward.com. Perfect, yeah. julieward.com. So, yeah. thank you so much, Julie, for for being here with me today. I'm I'm grateful for our time together. I'm sure uh, so are the listeners of the podcast and. Absolutely, we'll we'll have to do a, a part two because you're you're just such a wealth of information on that. Oh, so thank you. Thank you. And yes, I know anger very intimately myself. <laughs> well, we all teach what we need to learn, don't we? I'm kidding. <laughs> Great. So, <All> right. <laughs> if you've enjoyed this podcast today and gained something from it, please please review it at iTunes because that keeps us high in the ranking so that more people will find out about our podcast and 
and really learn and listen and, and grow. And again, um, I blog about passion and purpose in relationship and in career in your life as well at my website, thepassiondoctor.com. I also uh, coach relationship coaching live in Los Angeles, also telephone and Skype. If you're serious about wanting to work with me, you can call to schedule a complimentary uh, telephone consultation at 323-487-1140, 323-487-1140. Thanks again, Julie. I appreciate your time on this. Look forward to the next time. Yes, absolutely, Adam. Bye Thanks. for now. Take care. I'm Dr. Adam Sheck. This has been the Passion and Purpose Podcast. Thank you for listening. Live with passion and purpose.